Well, it started right at the like when Millie's talking about, oh, we're gonna try to. No, this, they were trying right. to do that before you even were sworn in. That's right, trying yeah, to overthrow yeah. your life. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. It's pages long. Look. Mm. Wait a minute. Let's see here. Look at yeah. I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm -hmm. Except it is like highly confidential yeah. secret. <laughs> this is secret information. Yeah. Look, look at this. You attack and... Hillary would print that out all the time, you know. <laughs> she'd, send it, no, she'd send it to yeah. Anthony Weiner. Yeah. yeah. Um, print. By the way, isn't that incredible? Yeah. I was just saying, because we were talking about it. <laughs> And he, you know, he said he wanted to attack Iran and what? He said you the did. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out. A, a, yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified. Yeah. But now I can't. You know, but this is. Yeah. Classy. Now we have a problem. Is that interesting? Yeah. It's so cool. I mean, it's so. I'm look. We here and I have. And you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. No, it's, I believe It's incredible, you. right? No, they, hey, bring they some, uh, bring some cokes in, please. All right, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Ironically, we have leaked audio of Trump's conversation. Okay, so uh, I'm not surprised. Like everything else about Donald Trump, it always gets leaked out to the media. Somehow or some way, the media has it. This one in particular, I think, is a little more questionable than some of the other ones because who leaked this? Was it his legal team? Somebody that was in the room with him interviewing. I mean, somebody obviously a little closer to Trump, somebody that maybe he would trust that had had to have leaked this audio. Um, to what point and purpose, I'm not really sure. The judge did put a gag order on Trump, didn't want him to talk about the case, and all of a sudden this comes out. I, I don't know how this really hurts him. I mean, I kind of see this, at least from my point of view, as more of a benefit to him, to be honest with you. I mean, it shows even more corruption, which we all knew was there, where Millie's making decisions without him. If anything, we should be uh, looking at Millie pretty hard right now. I think if if anything, uh, it's a good reminder why Millie should be court-martialed I, at, at the end of the day. I think that's what uh, it's more about. You're sidestepping the commander-in-chief, and you're making decisions on your own. So you're stripping the commander-in-chief of his power. You're not following orders correctly. So you should be court-martialed for that. Um, I don't, I didn't hear anything in there that to be honest with you, if I was on a jury and not that I'm being biased, I, I would listen to it. And if Trump did something wrong, he did something wrong. Um, I don't see anything there that's going to convict him. I mean, if that's what they're going based upon, based off of, I think they're going to have a tough time proving that, um, in court ultimately. So, uh, we're going to have to wait and see how that all plays out, but I, I don't know. I don't know if this helps him or hurts him. It may help him because since he's got a gag order, it's going to give people a little ins insight to what's actually going on. Um, and, or, I mean, potentially maybe it does hurt him. You know, he's being tried you know, just like Joe Biden. This is the court of public opinion. And each person is, 
going to come to their own conclusion on what they hear and uh, and believe what you ever, whatever you want to believe. I don't personally think that that's that damaging. I don't think that that's going to hold up. Um, I remember uh, Trump's lawyers were saying that this is dead on arrival, and they know more than we know. They have more inside information than we have, and if this is what they're looking at, I, you know, I kind of agree with them. I think this is, again, just another way to go after Trump to try to prevent him from running for president, and that's – that's pretty much where this lies. They just, they would rather anybody else except Trump to be president. They just do not want him uh, in the White House once again. So we'll, I mean, we'll see how it all shakes out. We got a, a long way to go. They're doing all kinds of uh, <clears throat> delays in the trial process. It's, uh, they're already asking till for December. And if we're getting pushed back, and oddly enough, the prosecutor's asking to, to push it back till December to give Trump's team enough time. I think ultimately this is going to get pushed back possibly till after the elections. Now, the only good thing about this one is since it's federal, if Trump was to win, he can clear himself here. He can, uh, he, he would have the ability because this is a federal case to pardon himself. Uh, now the other state issues that he's having, the one in New York and the one he's potentially going to have in Georgia or more than likely going to have in Georgia, that's different. The only people that could pardon him would be the governors in New York. That's never going to happen. Uh, Kemp, if Donald Trump was reelected as president, I think Kemp would be forced to do the right thing by the American people without saying that he would actually want to or not, but he would probably be forced to do it. Uh, Joe Biden's not looking too hot right now. A a new poll from the Daily Mail showed that 71% of Americans, including 49% of Democrats, believe that Biden is too old to continue to be president. The poll also showed that 52% of Americans believe that they are worse in a worse position now than they were before Biden became president. And that's, I mean, you're over half the country. If you're 52%, realistically, you start getting to numbers to somewhere around 57%. There's just no way for Joe Biden. He doesn't have a pathway to win. He'll win his typical blue states, but you don't have a pathway to win. If that many people are feeling, having that, feeling that negative about the economy and having that view about you, uh, chances are that no matter who you run against Biden, uh, more than likely he is not going to win re-election. And, and that's really would depend on if he's even the nominee. You know, we don't even know who the nominee is going to be at this time. You would you would assume it's going to be Joe Biden, but he's got some, you know, the sharks are circling in the water there. They're, they're looking for an opportunity, and Hunter may be giving them their opportunity. I was listening to Clay and Buck the other day, and they were having a debate, and I have my own opinion on it myself, uh, but they were having a debate. Uh, Clay thinks that potentially this is it, that they're going to take Biden out, that the latest rounds of uh, information that came out regarding Joe Biden selling out America, being taken bribes and and whatnot, he thinks that they'll have no choice but to run somebody else, where Buck Sexton um, feels differently about it. You You look at Hillary Clinton, look at anybody else, he feels that they will do the best that they can and they will bury it. And, you know, the best form of bias is omission. So they're not going to uh, talk about it. News media is not going to talk about it. So Biden will be able to just continue on and they'll be able to put him back in the White House. Uh, my opinion is I'm, I lean more towards Buck. Yeah, everything we've seen so far, they will suppress it. Most people before the 2020 election had little, little to no idea about Hunter's laptop. I mean, you got to a point there and, my, num- my numbers, my memory might be a little rusty here, but uh, I believe that 
it was somewhere between 8 and 15% of Americans said that had they had known about Biden's laptop, and this was shortly after the election, um, they would have voted differently. And in that case, that if you look at the numbers, where the numbers were at, if you do that, that potentially changes the entire outcome of the election. So I think they're going to do the same thing here. They're going to just suppress all this information. Nobody's going to be able to hear it. Nobody's going to be able to see it. Uh, less Americans pay attention to politics than you would ever, you could ever imagine. And uh, I think that ultimately they're going to run Joe Biden because running him allows them to run the country because Joe Biden obviously is not running anything. Okay, so he is in there. He is just the, uh, he's the puppet. He's the, he's the, uh, the dummy for the ventriloquist and you got everybody else pulling the strings. He's not actually doing anything. It makes it easy for them to continue to push their agenda. And he's just the face and the fall guy. So if anything goes bad, he gets blamed for it. Not that he would know any better because he doesn't even, he don't even know what day it is here. Let me remind you uh, of how bad this guy's mental state is right now here. And the next day they sent someone out to survey her yard. As Beth wrote, this is the best thing that's happened to rural America since the Rural Electrification Act brought electricity to farms in the 30s and 40s, end of quote. I mean, the guy doesn't even know where to stop when he's reading, end of quote. Uh, He's obviously not running anything. Uh, He doesn't even know what day of the week it is. Okay, so it makes it easier for them. They want to run him because he's just the fall guy. He's the scapegoat. Ever, anything goes bad, just blame cra- blame creepy crazy Joe. It's easy to blame sleepy creepy for everything. So once he gets blamed for it, that takes the pressure off of them. But behind the strings, they're the ones doing all the stuff that they're going to be doing. Uh, so I, I personally, I didn't agree. I agree less with Clay and more with Buck on it that they're going to run him. I mean, well, we have to wait and see. If Democrats were smart, if they want an, if they actually want a chance to retain any type of power in 2024, they would probably run RFK. Now he's he's more of a moderate Democrat. Uh, I wouldn't want him to be president personally, <laughs> so I would vote against him. But if they want to retain power, you would probably be able to sway more independents and certainly more Democrats with him. I don't think he would have the same radical agenda that they have, but he certainly would have a lefty agenda because that's just what he is. Um, if they were smart, they would do that. You running Gavin Newsom, Gavin Newsom's image. I don't know what it is in California. It must be okay in California where all the crazies are, but for the rest of the country, his, his image is not good. Yeah, so I don't I don't think Gavin Newsom gets anywhere near where he needs to be. And the same thing with Whitmer. Whitmer's talking about running. I don't I don't see her getting to the finish line as well. Now, RFK, I think they got a shot. If they would run run him, you know, that might actually be uh more concerning than Joe Biden. Yeah, certainly. I mean Joe Biden, I don't even think this guy's gonna be able I think he's gonna do the same thing he did last time and go back into the basement and he's not even gonna campaign. You know, when when we saw him not campaigning last time I got to tell you, you knew the fix was in. If this guy didn't even feel like he needed to get out there and campaign, he wasn't bothered to go meet up with all these peoples. He was doing rallies with cars, and there was like 15 cars there, and he still pulled the election off. Well, you know, the way it's perceived. I I can't say – most people probably don't believe that anymore. I I certainly didn't believe it from the day of. uh, But uh, supposedly he pulled the election off. I think he's going to do the same thing this time. So if they think they can get away with that again, I think they're going to do the same thing with him again. Anyways, getting beyond 
the whole Biden and Trump debacle. We just got to let kind of everything play out and we'll see where it all lands from there. I got a two minute video that I, or audio, you'll hear the audio of it, that I'd like you to hear. The reason I'm bringing this up is New York is <laughs> in the name of climate change, in the, in the name of decarbonizing. They're going after pizza places because they're coal-fired pizza and you're using too much coal and they want pizza places now to reduce their coal usage by up to 75%. Now, I don't know if you know anything about New York. If you're from New York, I'm, they, you, what I'm about to say is uh, your normal, normal life for you, okay? But one of the biggest things in New York... When people talk about New York, I can tell you right now, as far as food is concerned, the, the three things that I know for sure are the bagels, are pizza, and Chinese food. That's like their biggest thing that everybody that I know talks about. You, you're going to go down, you're going to get the best Chinese food, you're going to get the best pizza, and you're going to get the best bagels. That If you talk to anybody, you're getting talking, I'm not talking about going out to eat or whatever, just in general. Uh, so New York without pizza, I mean, all around the country, we make New York style pizza. And if not, maybe you're doing more of a Chicago deal and you're doing deep dish, but we're talking about New York right now. So New York style pizza is wildly popular across the entire United States. Well, as New York has destroyed everything else, they're now going to even destroy that. There's New York is just a crumbling city, Gotham city. It's just crumbling. It's Crime, crime reigns, reigns supreme. The people running the state are more like crime mob bosses than they are actually politicians. They don't give a damn about anything. As long as they're staying rich, they can watch everything crumble around them. And uh, certain people are getting fed up. I believe there may be a curse word in here. Um, not, not the F word or anything, but there may be a curse word in here. But I think it's worth listening idiots who run this city are doing everything in their power to destroy it. We have naked men with their titties bouncing around all over the city yesterday in public in front of children. We have the most violent raging crime rate ever. We are being invaded by illegal immigrants who are being treated way better than our homeless veterans, our teachers and first responder heroes who were fired, still not compensated, because they didn't take the Fauci injection. Our city schools produce the dumbest kids, and the woke-ass punks who run New York City are afraid of pizza? The world used to respect New Yorkers as tough, thick-skinned, and gritty. Now we have become pussified. It's a damn shame. You heard of the Boston Tea Party? Well, this is the Boston, New York, this is the New York Pizza Party. Give us pizza or give us death. And although you can't see what's happening right now. Give he, us pizza. He, he's walking death. up to, to uh, the give house there pizza. and he has literally got four pies of pizza death. and he is actually throwing off a pizza. Give us pizza. <laughs> 
Which is absolutely entertaining. I can't say it's not. <laughs> He's, uh, uh, yeah, some people are a lot more creative than others. Sometimes I look at stuff and I go, man, I wish I was, <laughs> I wish I had that thought. I <laughs> guess, God, these, these people are amazing. He actually went out of his way to buy, <laughs> to buy four pies of pizza to throw. I mean, talk about trying to drive home a point. He actually wasted his own money just throwing away good pizza. And, and uh, uh, at the end of the video, there are two police officers that eventually do arrive, and they are kind of walking around him. Um, that did not stop him from throwing the pizza. He continued on. The video does cut off, so I don't know if he got arrested. Wouldn't surprise me if he did get arrested because in a city like New York, uh, they let the criminals free, go free, and they arrest uh, innocent people that are really doing nothing wrong. I mean, you got people that are creating way worse crimes than throwing some pizza in the road in, in front of the house there. Uh, but I'm sure, knowing New York, they probably arrested him for it. But it was an entertaining video, nonetheless, because it's so, it's so ridiculous that they're going after just like they're going after gas appliances, natural gas appliances. Now you're going to go after pizza. They have been working for years to actively destroy um, New York City. I mean, de Blasio did a great job of it, and uh, now you got Adams in there, and he's just finishing it off. I mean, and New York, I think the last time my wife went to New York, it was my daughter's, uh, she went with my daughter. It was a girl's thing. It was my, my wife and her sister and her daughter and my daughter, and they all went up to visit their girl cousins. It was like a whole girl thing. And I want to say it was 2016, so it was – couple years before the pandemic, uh, New York was, it was in decline, but not nowhere near to the level it was now, the level it is now. Uh, and they had a great time going up there. You know, they, they didn't feel unsafe. They were able to travel and this is a bunch of girls together. So they were able to travel up and down and check everything out and go see what they wanted to see and eat what they wanted to eat. I stayed home with all the guys. Um, but that was the last time she went probably the last good time to go around those years. Uh, New York now, I mean, what do you go to New York for? You go to New York for the small shops. I mean, I think anybody that goes to New York, you're awed by the city in itself. But beyond that, you would go for all the little mom and pop shops. You know, that's that's the way New York was. They didn't want any big conglomerates and corporations in there. You know, you were going to these family-owned businesses for generations and generations that have been in the same places, and you got the bakeries and the pizzerias, and you got just all your little restaurants and your little trinket stores and everything – that that is New York, you know. Everybody knows everybody in the in the street there. Kind of an interesting, a different lifestyle if that's not what you're used to. And it definitely the food uh, is worth it. You know, I was in New York, and I can I can at least say it used to be when we went. I can tell you that the Chinese food lived up to the expectation, <laughs> the pizza lived up to the expectation, and so did the bagels. <laughs> I don't think they missed on anything there. Uh, the one place that I missed on was I went to Little Italy and I went to an Italian restaurant. Um, not so good. I had a guy harassing me before I got there. I mean, his mom's in my mom's in the back cooking, and I'm like, yeah, all right, man. We're we were told by somebody else this one's pretty good over here, so we're just gonna check that out. I should have listened to him and went in there and had his mom cook me something because it would have been probably fantastic. Because the place I went to, I was like, this is crap. I mean, I get better food in South Florida. This is crap. But nonetheless, I'm sure none of those places are there anymore anyways because they're destroying small business over there. You know, small business is the backbone of America, and if you're going to successfully destroy a city, you're going to need to take out all of your small businesses. All right, World Economic Forum. 
uh, evil never sleeps. China opens its doors to the world by kicking off its first in-person summer Davos since the pandemic. Uh, China's opened its doors to over 1,500 top government and business officials as it hosts the first in-person WEF event since the pandemic started. Uh, that is going on this summer. So uh, Klaus Schwab and, and his buddies and all the rest of the global elites will be meeting up in China. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the best place for it if you want to meet with people that want to conquer everything. Uh, meet in China to continue to push their dastardly agenda their globalist agenda and come up with new ridiculous ideas on how they're going to rule the world. Um, I, I'd say China's probably the best place for it. I mean, China wants to rule the world. They want to be number one right now. They want everybody else under their boot. So it makes perfect sense that Schwab and the rest of them would be there. The only thing that kind of throws a wrench in their system is the world economic forum is very preachy and they're going to tell you about decarbonization and depopulation, the depopulation and everything. Uh, and China is not doing any of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, China is opening more coal plants than you could ever imagine. They're produce, they're using more oil. They're using more fossil fuels. So you would think if Schwab and all of them actually believed in this whole climate nonsense, which we know they don't, but if you think that they actually did believe in it, you wouldn't allow China to host it because China is everything that you're fighting against. They they do it all. They are it and more. That 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 is it in a nutshell. Uh, you would think that they wouldn't be there, but since it's not actually about saving the world or it's not about climate change, it's actually about control and power, well, why not align yourself with the country whose ideas or their ideology is the same as yours? It's a shared. Uh, you guys want to rule the world? They want to rule the world. So we might as well talk together and maybe we can come to some type of agreement where we can rule the world because ultimately I'm sure that's where this is all going. But keep an eye on the World Economic Forum. I'm sure we're going to get some, we should get some stuff out of that. In China, I don't know how much we're going to see out of that because they're very restrictive over there. But once it does happen, we should get some more information and see what their next move is and what they're up to and what they're preaching now. So that way we can alert people and and continue to sound the alarm. That's the best we can do here. All right, that's all I got for you today. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. It would, uh, it's always a good help. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to me, littlejocc.com, go to the contact section. That website may not be up much longer. I'm getting close enough with the other one where I may shut that one down and have no website for a short period of time until the new one launches. So, uh, But that, that's uh, a good possibility here. Beyond that, have a beautiful Wednesday, and we will do it again tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh,